Blog Talk Radio. Hello and welcome to Socially Savvy, broadcasting live here at Grand Crew in Bellevue. Thanks for joining us. I'm your host, LB Duchess, with co-host Jason Rendon of Seattle Wine Exchange. Hello. We have guest host Darnell Sue of Girl Power Hour um, showing up any moment, and Alex Eagleton of Stems and Legs is here with us today. And he doesn't know where his mic is. <laughs> oh, I need to find him a mic. Here, use this for a second. Hi, Alex. Hello. Thank you for joining us today. <laughs> Anytime. Um, we're also expecting um, Jacqueline Schwartz, who is um, owner of a fabulous little company here in Bellevue that makes wonderful little hair ties. Yes. So we're excited to have them on the show today. Um, today's show is brought to you by Stems and Legs and Thiel Wine Exchange. If you're looking for great wines, they're the guys to talk to. Yep. He does a really fabulous wine tasting out on the water. Oh, I've heard about this, yes. I'm sure he'll tell us more about it later, but if you Absolutely. missed it, it's awesome. <laughs> well, today we are chatting about socially savvy fashion nights out and what is coming up for the season along with um, our socially acceptable, unacceptable, and of course our socially savvy hit. So yep. how's everybody doing today? I mean, how we're winding down. Obviously, fall fell. Yeah. The rain came, <laughs> the end of our, our fabulous, nice weather came. But uh, we're supposed to have sun. It's supposed to, we're not out of the... Out of the rain, out of the sun season yet. Well, I'm yeah. cold right now. That's all yeah. I know. <laughs> well, you know, the clouds just uh, broke out, so you know we got a little bit of sun out there. Oh, that's good. Oh yep, yeah. Absolutely. Oh, you're right. Oh, that's right. We're in the land of Bellevue. They ordered the sun for yes, tonight. Yes, absolutely. You know, we we pay big money for that. One of the things I love about Bellevue is they order their weather, and you know, pretty much most of the time they get what they want. Yes. <laughs> Which works really well when we start talking about events today. Oh, so yeah. So we're going we'll to bring up a couple of hints on what to do, especially in Seattle. If you're kind of new to Seattle, Bellevue. I love that. You know, mm-hmm. Mucotillo, down Any south. Any Because yeah. yep. well, it can change. I live in Mucotillo, and it was sunny this morning. When I got to Seattle, it was rainy. Oh, yeah. yeah well, the, the well, number one thing you have to have nine months out of the year is, is a what? And I'm going to wait. So if you know the answer to this and you're listening, you need to chat us, text us, yes. Facebook us, and tell us. What is the number one thing you need to have when you live in the greater Seattle east side area? It's not what you think. It might be what you think. Well, so we'll find yeah. out. Okay, Jason, take it away. <laughs> so, uh, we've got uh, our fabulous friend here, Alex Egerton, has brought in a wonderful wine. I'm going to let him talk about it. Uh, it's from Bartholomew. It's the 2008 Cuvée Blanc. Uh, yes, that's correct. Uh, it's a blend of uh, 68% Viognier and 32% Roussan. Uh, just always fascinated with Roussan as uh, one of our, um, I would say, one of our newer grapes that grows out in Washington. Mm-hmm. And it's starting to really pick up a lot of steam and a lot of popularity uh, for its uh, unique character and its taste. So. Yes. I thought it was good Good to start out with this one tonight. It's a beautiful one, and I love Viognier, so the fact that, I and mean, we hadn't even talked about wine, and the fact that you brought a Viognier just is like, <laughs> okay, he's made my day so much better. Hey, you know, anytime. Now, what's nice about the Roussan is that, uh, when I say three years ago, correct me if I'm wrong, there were, you really wouldn't find it in a major blend as a major portion of it, usually like 2%, 5%, but a couple of wineries said, we're going to do 100% Roussan, and that's, I think, where people kind of go, hey, kind of nice that stands up on its own. Yeah, I agree. Um, yeah, it, they used it primarily as just a blending grape, and they kind of mm-hmm. hit it, you know, behind a, you know, some of the you know primary grapes like Chardonnay and uh, Viognier and whatnot. But uh, you know, when uh, a couple of different wineries just did the uh, full Roussan, I mean, it was just beautiful wine. That's nice. You know, first uh, winery comes to mind is Maison Bleu out in uh, Prosser. Oh, that, and you know what? Maison Bleu is the first time I ever had a Roussan, and actually the last time. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm telling you. They they have produced a top Roussan every single year. It, it, they were, and, and I don't mean to get too off topic on too much wine and stuff, but it was really fun when we were over there um, visiting with some friends who have a vineyard and stuff. We got a private tasting, and it's only private tastings with him. He's got so yeah. much going yeah. on. Yeah, I mean, he's got crush and everything like that, and I mean, can't blame the guy. He's got he's kind of a one man show, you know. <laughs> yeah, that's the one nice thing about here in Washington. I've been doing a lot of research on the Washington wine, California wine. Washington mm-hmm. wine really is 
coming up with character uh, more so than California has. You know, California very established, very in-depth, whereas Washington's kind of starting to come up and go, hey, check it out, look what we're doing. We're doing something different and new. And the wineries, when you go out there and taste them, they're no longer the old... Hello, welcome to Sunset Winery. Your five dollar tip, blah blah blah. No, I mean, have you guys been <laughs> to Charles fun. Smith's Winery when he does this tasting up there in, in Walla Walla? No, it's like like a mini rock show. Oh, I love that. Uh, it's dark and it's like. Well, da, da, da. and I remember um, even uh, uh, not just Belly, same mm-hmm. same type of thing. There, he's more of a exuberant personality, which I love. I'm not saying that California is bad, but I just feel like when you go to a winery here, they're like, hey. They treat you like very I haven't seen you in everything. a long time. Yeah. Welcome home. Exactly. Yeah, you know, um, a lot of the Western wineries, you know, you feel like you're part of the family, and that's what I like yeah. about them. Yeah, they make you feel very welcome. Yeah. Well, Darnell Sue is joining Yay. us here. We're very excited. Hi, fabulous Dad. as always. Hi. Oh yes. Can you hear me? Yes, we can. <laughs> I'm late. Fashionably late. <laughs> <laughs> late. Awesome. Well, you know, there are those people who can get away with it, and you are definitely one of them. Oh well, thank you. Thank. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think this weather kind of threw us all off too. You know, yeah, just a little bit. It's a little it's a little chilly. I know. I, I was getting changed, and I thought I was good, and then I went running back in the house for a jacket because I realized it was freezing. Me too. <laughs> All righty. Well, thank you for that first tasting. We're going to be tasting a couple mm-hmm. of, um, a, a few more wines today and yep. talking about them. So that's one of the things. Um, I, I think it actually goes really well with our topic, you know, uh, fashion nights out yeah. and uh, the fashion trends and stuff. Wine follows fashion trends and trends as well in its own way, depending on the events and the the um, type of persona that they bring out. So being wine aware is helpful. And that's the thing I think they were also noticing. I've noticed, I've traveled a little bit here in the last couple of months, and I've gone to different events, and uh, I've uh, heard about that when they have wine presented, they just like, oh, here's a red wine, here's a white wine. Whereas actually in Washington, sometimes it can take side stage, if not center stage, in the wine taste. So... I would agree. Yeah, so nice. Okay, so we're going to give you our socially savvy news. I love this one because Best of Western Washington has started their annual contest for you to vote for your favorite everything. And guess who was nominated this year? I know. Socially savvy got nominated for... Um, best local podcast. So we're pretty excited about that. Um, we have quite a few of our other uh, sponsors and business friends who have all been nominated. And these are small businesses. Mm-hmm. So one of the things I wanted to bring up is a lot of their success, this can really be a launching pad for a lot of new companies, a lot of new businesses. Uh, so if you have a favorite, I know that you know it can be a little tricky. If, if you don't have a Facebook to, to log on, you have to go through a, about a minute process of just filling out some little information and stuff. If you have Facebook, they make it really easy. It says log on through Facebook. It's uh, easy with the Facebook nowadays. It, it is. And then they do have one part where they say that they'll automatically post for you. If you go down to the corner, you can hit skip and bypass that. But uh, definitely take the time to go and vote for your favorites because it does make a huge difference in yes. in. And congratulations on being nominated. That's kind of awesome. I was pretty excited about it. So we'll see how that how that all pans out. We're excited. Um, all right. So we're going to go ahead and start with our socially savvy hints, talking about fashion night out and fashion trends of what's coming up. Uh, we'll start off the show with the hints because we want to kind of ease into things a little bit. Uh, my socially savvy hint is fashion is an expression of who you are. So... Be aware when you portray who so it's you like are. Everything that you put on is part of your personal brand, wouldn't you say? Exactly, yes. exactly. And be my hint is to be aware. I mean, if you're an eclectic personality, that's great, and that's fine, and you want that to be a part of of your your brand and a part of who you are, your signature. Um, but if you want to be taken seriously, you kind of got to put a little bit of a Bumper on that, I guess is what I would use. So choose Bumper. your pieces mindfully. Yeah, yeah. I mean, be. And again, if you're if you're not in business and you're not worried about being taken seriously for a specific type of business thing, then you know by all means you can be as eclectic and have as much fun with you, mm-hmm. as you want. The, the unfortunate thing is, is if you do have a business and you are trying to portray yourself as a professional, you, there is a little bit of conformity that goes along. And, and I hate to say it, but that's just you know part of business. But I guess it also depends on what your business is. Yeah. So if it makes sense for your business. That's a good point. Yeah. What about you, Jason? What's your socially savvy hint? Socially savvy hint for a fashion here in the Northwest is uh, wear layers. 
And we, I talk about, you know, I do wine tastings, you know, and you go to wine events where you're, you know, where it's, say, a, a casual attire. It's not really a fine thing. Like, I'll, I'll use the perfect example, stems on legs. You can go there. It's right on the waterfront. Uh, they do have a coat check last time I knew, right? Uh, yeah, we do. Yeah. yeah. So you could bring something that keeps you warm because parking is tight and you may have to walk to it in this yeah. weather. Keep that in mind. Mm-hmm. You know, That's a good one. I like that. A lot that. of times I see a lot of people bring all these coats and jackets and purses and umbrellas and all that. You know, think about it. You've got to walk a couple of blocks, bring some cash because, you know, you got to tip your uh, coat check person. So that brings me around to what's the uh, the number one thing Washingtonians need to have with them nine months out of the year. Besides an umbrella? No, an umbrella. Everybody has one in their car. You know I, what? It, I, let, let, let me just chime in on that one. I, I don't understand some of these Washingtonians when they say, oh, you don't need an umbrella. It's all right. You know, we're, we're real... Uh, you know, Seattleites, we don't use umbrellas. No. Are you kidding me? Well, those are the people who don't have a board meeting to be at. In those yeah. are the people that are sick about nine months out of the year. Yeah. I have like ten umbrellas. <laughs> be smart. Get an umbrella, please. Well, another thing is some of the, the businesses downtown, like I know the Braverne and some of oh, yeah, the specific do. place on the waterfront downtown, they also have umbrellas that you can Courtesy borrow. Umbrella. Yeah. yeah, exactly. But the, you can get an umbrella the size of a ruler for Pete's sake. And it's also good. I know that if you have a big business meeting, I do it too. I have an extra shirt in the car, and if it's a real business business meeting, I have an extra suit jacket just in case when it downpours. I've been caught one time. That one time, it's like, no. I love that. We just had one of our listeners just pull out out of their bag. There's the umbrella. They've got it. <laughs> it's an essential. I have one that fits in my little um, my little purse, my, my carry. I have a little, little handbag. I have a little one that fits into a smaller bag, just yeah. not my little purse. <laughs> What about you, Darnell? What is your socially, what would be a, a savvy hint that you would give people in regards to fashion night out and, and fashion in general? Just, um, I mean, I always live by uh, a, a little lip gloss and um, a, a, and some mascara go a long way. Oh, I like that. So I always have my uh, my mascara <laughs> on hand. I pull it out in case, I don't know, it's like a safety net for me, but always lip gloss and a little bit of a mascara go a long way, I think. That's a good one. I like for, for a gal. For a gal. Not necessarily for a guy, but well, sometimes, you never know. You know, you never know. Yeah. We're not judgmental. It's a pen. It's a pen. What about you, Alex? Any any hints? Wow, I didn't even get a chance to think of anything, but you know what? Um I'll just kind of revert back to my uh tasting experience and whatnot. You know, whenever you're going to the tasting rooms and whatnot, just make sure, you know, when you're wine tasting, make sure to wear either no perfume or as light a scent as possible because you don't want to interfere with the tasting experience of someone else next to you. I agree. We And we've talked about that um, several yeah. times, and it's always a good reminder because you do. You feel like you want to wear your favorite scent. You want to, you know, it becomes kind of a part of who your brand is, especially if you love fragrance. But you've got to understand that your sense of smell is part of your sense of taste. So when you wear that, you're not only affecting your tasting of the wine, you're affecting the people around you. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So, you know, please try to understand that it's not about anybody having any opinions about your fragrance. It's just simply that it does affect how everyone's experiencing it. I think that wine. goes for the workplace also. And as yeah. well as when you're traveling, if you're on an airplane, oh, yeah. you know, keep the Any kind light. of small confines. Yeah. I think the commercials that do a lot of these younger generation wrong, I watched that Axe commercial, and once the guy get out of the shower, he's all, <laughs> and you're like, you know, forget it. That's but. Anyway. So light on the axe. Yes. Light on the axe. Oh, my gosh. Seriously. Anybody who has children knows what that smells like. I'm waiting for them to come out like, you know, you know what's going to happen? They're going to come out axe with pheromones. That's what oh, they're going to do. I think do. they probably already have that. Probably, right? Yeah. You know, everybody's got to have those pheromones. Mm-hmm. They don't have them in Nordstrom's, do they? No. They, there's, there's old fragrances, but there's none that have anything strange in them anymore. Fringe. Yeah, they're they're a little bit more. So another subdued. kind of a socially savvy hint in fashion is also good to you got to walk a little ways. Um, I don't know necessarily oh, about carry flats. Pair of flats. I do that. Oh, have flats. a little bag. Yeah. yeah. Well, there's and those really great rollable uh, ballet flats that you can find for like ten dollars even at Bartels these days. So um, it's really easy to find those. But that's a really good point, uh, Jason. I do that all the time, except for I didn't do that today. But normally you'll find me mm-hmm. walking up and then changing my shoes right before I enter into an event. 
Oh, that was me. Yeah. I had my little Nike flip-flops on and then changed into my cute little pink heels because they're four inches and there was no way I was going to be trucking stuff in here with heels. You know, some guys have it. I have, I have to wear dress shoes. I wear regular shoes, especially when you got to get gas and everything else. Yeah. You know, just be prepared. I guess my, our biggest thing, we always talk about, you know, if you've got a car, just think a little bit ahead. Maybe if you're going to do a uh, uh, a late night, have a carryover bag because, you, you know, if you're not, don't drink yeah. and drive. If you've got a friend, they'll help take care of you. Uber will also help with that. Uber cab. So. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. we have got some fabulous transportation in Washington. If you haven't heard, um, actually, I think we're going to do a show on that because yeah. I've heard about a few of them. I think we need okay. to. That'd be kind of fun. Alrighty so. then. So today's socially savvy sponsor is Girl Power Hour. So if you're listening to the show and you want to be entered into the monthly drawings, leave us a message. Don't put it on the Facebook page on the front because then you're telling everybody and then now you've just reduced your ability to win the contest. <laughs> but if you're listening to the show, go ahead and message myself or Jason or message Socially Savvy and let us know what that savvy sponsor was. So today is Girl Power Hour. Thank you, Darnell. You're welcome. We're going to move into our second wine. That is, I can see it over here. It's beautiful. <laughs> I got you. It's uh, from Martinez and Martinez Winery. Uh, this is the 2008 Caesar Red Blend uh, from Horse Heaven Hills. This is a blend of uh, 75% Cabernet Sauvignon, 15% Sangiovese, 5% Syrah, and 5% Merlot. Smells good. Smells Ooh, that, is, nice that is tasty. I smelled and taste. I don't. I don't waste any time. <laughs> what? <laughs> I am such a wine lover. I, mm-hmm. it's a, it, I crack me up. My husband has two different kinds of wine. He says he says the, the kind that's good, the kind that's bad. Right. I think he kind of oversimplifies because he does have. Some varying. He's, he's making more and more opinions about how much he likes certain wines. But no, what about uh, for the newbie? I mean, I'm kind of a, a red newbie. You know, uh-huh. I'm not really too mm-hmm. versed on you know the varietals when it comes to red. But I know for me, coming from kind of a you know liking white wine, probably just because I don't know any better. Um, I noticed that this one here is a little sweet, has a little bit of a sweet aftertaste, and it's really yeah. easy on the finish. And that I'd say that's easy for you. Really nice. Canning. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there is. And I, yeah, I'm sure you guys can correct me if I'm wrong, but I know when I first started tasting wines in the 80s, yeah, I just dated myself, uh, I was told that there is a way to train the palate to enjoy wines. And there was a progression of going through the whites into the reds so that you can train the palate to accept those flavors. And I likened it to um, sour cream and onion potato chips. It, it took a little while to grow <laughs> on you. I think some people are really surprised when they start drinking wine that it, they don't automatically love all kinds of wine. And I think part of that is because we have a tendency with our foods and stuff to to stay close in what we like, and you kind of have to learn to expand your taste buds and buds and. Well, um, and you need somebody to help them. you. Yeah, so, I mean, I would be, I would love to to take one of those classes. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, so what is, what there's is, a there's actually I can't remember the fourth one. Maybe uh, Alex can help me out. Mm-hmm. Back in school, you know, when they were teaching about wine, they said break it down to the four components, and they use tea, unsweetened tea for the tannins. They use uh, Cranberry juice for the sour, and they used uh, grape juice, regular grape juice for the sugar. And there's one more, and I can't think right now, top of my head. So by oh, tasting shoot. each component, you can sit there and say, okay. Oh, you can grab pieces of it. I grab get it. pieces, and you put it together. And you can actually blend the different, like you put a little bit of tea and a little bit of grape juice and a little bit of cranberry. That has a different fl- flavor profile, and that's how you're able to, how they taught us in the very beginning you know, here's here's the different flavors that you're going to try to do. Kind of like, remember, we talked a long time ago where it's like, open up uh, your, your spice spices. Your yeah. Smell it. Oh, this smells like nutmeg. This smells like white pepper, green pepper. That uh, helps a lot. Yeah. Absolutely. These are the steps of uh, sensory evaluation. So yes. getting your senses used to the different uh, tastes and the different, you know, feelings, how it feels on your tongue and whatnot, and the uh, different uh, smells and everything. You know, mm-hmm. so once you start tasting wine, then you can start to pick up some of those uh, different characteristics in the wine. A lot of subtleties. Like it. It's not like a whiskey where you can swirl it and smell, and you can get like the subtleties of the burnt oak and the peat moss and all that. Wine is even more subtle than that. You'll it's hear very a lot complex. of people. Caramel, yeah. especially. <laughs> well, I remember I was told when I started drinking wine that you typically start off with uh, Zinfandel, then you would move to like um, a Vouvray, which back in the day that was more prominent. Uh, then into a Chardonnay, and then you would start, you know, popping into your reds with your um, Syrahs and Cabernet, and then finishing with, of course, the um, uh, not Burgundy, but the uh, what's the word I'm thinking of? The big bold final step. Barbera, Morello. 
Oh, okay. But just, see, now, I just lost me. Nowadays, though, that almost kind of doesn't work because there's a lot of good white wines there's a lot now in between that now. are yeah. really strong and hearty, and yeah. it's a white wine. I mean, I think the white wine market's really I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. Um, does it seem like even like five years ago, there's so many more different like blends and you know? Oh yeah. I think our awareness before. of Washington has definitely I was like yeah. There's there's ten different types of wine in this bottle. I'm like what? <laughs> That's when they got a little like, crazy. <laughs> like we just thought everything was good, so we just threw it all in there. So, <laughs> don't, don't they call that a graveyard? <laughs> yeah, something <laughs> like that. Yeah. <laughs> they call it a, we just to try to save the grapes, make some money. Make some money. <laughs> that's the thing that's very frustrating when you're selling wine. They say, "What's a good wine to get?" Well, that's what's a, your palate? Exactly. Yeah, it really does. It, it depends on the foods you know that you're eating too, because a lot of foods can set off a different taste in wine that you may not like. So. Yeah, I, I usually uh, go backwards and say, "What kind of uh, what kind of uh, you know foods do you like? You know, uh, do you like them spicier? That's do you like it, them with yeah. sweetness? Yeah. You know, what what do you typically eat?" You know what kind of flavors you're comfortable with, and that usually helps you uh, be able to uh, pick out a yeah. Uh, Especially for somebody wine. who doesn't know. Yeah. Exactly. Like, we, like I'm, I'm on a mission to find wines for different types of foods. So like for Thai food, I love Tarantas. Mm-hmm. Very good uh, Argentinian wine goes really tasty. Remember we had this conversation. I, I eat hot dogs. Well, what goes well with hot dogs? We talk about different things that go with hot dogs. I mean, the flavor's still there. I know you can drink wine with any kind I of food. I want to have a wine and hot dog party. I think yeah. that would be so much fun. <laughs> <laughs> wine and hot dog party. Yay! Although, I, I, I'm kind of, maybe this is just me. Whenever I work out in the yard, I have a good beer. Nice supervising. I don't know about wine and... A lot of people, because it's, re- I guess it's refreshing. I'm not a beer girl, I don't but know. I've been told it's refreshing. All right, so today we're going to be talking about um, socially savvy fashion night out and the fashion trends coming up. So let's chat a little bit about fashion night. Who who got out there? Who saw uh, kind of what was going on? And what did you think? Well, uh, you and I attended together. I think that was really by happenstance. But, yeah. Um, there was a lot of bright color still, so color is definitely still, I think, top of mind for people. Mm-hmm. And I'm think, loving that. I do, too. And I think color blocking is still in. I, I've seen a lot of that and on the runways as well. Um, and then there's sort of this, like, um, I saw Fringes sort of back. Uh, it was in a few years ago. That's making a guest appearance again this year. Um, some leathers and some of those sort of fringe fur and, yeah. Fringe fur and those kind of yeah. leather materials yeah. are, are, are all kind of back. Not the bikers, you know, kind of an upgraded, like, biker chick with this. Look, well, I, the I'm leather seeing. I was seeing reminded me a lot of the kickbacks of the 80s, mm-hmm. you know, with it being very pieces, modern, that, that kind it. of modern, and they had the nice sharp sharp lines to them, so it was very fun. Yeah, I, very saw, flattering. I saw a lot of that uh, going shopping, and I happened to watch a lot of uh, uh, shows that are based out of New York. A couple of friends of mine still live out there, and that's definitely, you know, they're about a month ahead of us. You know, oh, yeah. And <laughs> I've seen a lot of that. And a matter of fact, I, I uh, emailed uh, or I texted a friend. Uh, asking them, you know, about these bright colors. I'm like, God, it feels like I'm back in the 80s. You know? Yeah. Especially with the color blocking, it looks yeah. like a lot of stuff we saw back then, or the early 90s. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Well, and the thing I like about the color blocking is it gives you a lot of freedom. Um, depending, you know, I remember back in the day when they talked about, you're a summer, you're a winter, you're an autumn. Right, right. I was never a proponent. I did never, ever like that because everybody tells me I should wear orange. You know what? I'm sorry. Orange no. makes me look... Ugly. I don't like orange. It doesn't like me. I think more of it really is about what appeals to you, what makes you... I think people got a lot lost in, in what colors are supposed to be fashionable instead of remembering that if you don't feel good in it, yeah. you're not going to yeah. wear it well. That's the best tip of all, is if it makes you feel yucky. fabulous or yucky, then you then really need to exactly. listen to that. Don't, don't force it. Yeah. Right. No, I just, agree. Just let it flow. I agree. <laughs> if fringe isn't for you, do not wear it. Do not wear exactly. it. Exactly. You're going to feel funny. You're going to walk around funny, and you're going to go, oh. Well, the other thing that happens is like what I'm a little disappointed is that they're bringing out with these fabrics that they just don't look well on women or much less men. You know, I could go back and forth on either one. Yeah. Please, it's like it just doesn't look flattering. Take a step, look in the mirror. I, a lot of people, I always want to go. Did you look at yourself before you walk out of the well, door? Well, the, the eyes lie too. So sometimes you think you you're know, looking for something. Right. What you're doesn't. looking for. And another for, thing yeah. is, another good tip is to find a great tailor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. You know, let's talk. About, let's lift the rail for a second and talk about tailoring. I think that that is probably one of the best kept secrets, which is astonishing. Yes. Is having your some of your clothes tailored. I've had a couple of my jackets tailored right now. Um, the last couple months. Fortunately, because I'm losing weight, I'm very happy about That's that. Good. But Yay. the look, I mean, you look so much. 
you know, I'm sorry, I'm not a petite person. I'm never going to petite. You know, zero to six, not my sizes. Never going to be my sizes. <laughs> and never want to work that hard. So for all of you who are, you know, ringing in the 8 to 16. <laughs> yeah, but even I'm just saying tailored clothing. But even for petite, because sometimes they're swimming in those they clothes. They do, yeah, that's and, true. You know, a, even, you know, a quick trip, and this might sound, you know, silly, but down to your nearest dry cleaner where they do, yes. they, they can actually, I found some of the best tailors there. Oh, and totally. And it will only cost you 20 bucks. Yeah, there's okay. a lot, there's, um, uh, speaking for, for men, and, and it's like, Go. You can take some of your clothes into a men's warehouse. They'll do it for you. Oh, your yeah. dry cleaner. And then the other thing, there's ladies. Not all dresses will fit your bust. There's, I think, a lot oh, of dresses are like the pull and tug. Right. They're like not pretty. They, <laughs> they, they pull forward, and like we talked about etiquette, when you bend over, all of a sudden there's the you know the sisters all hanging out, going hello. Yeah. <laughs> Tailor it. And I'm sorry. I'm just gonna put it out there. The sisters do not look good when they're bound up improperly. Yes. That's true. Just saying. I, I always tell this to other guys that are like going to dates. I have a <laughs> Alex. Is whoa, 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 whoa. What you mean by that? I said bound up improperly. Okay, so, I'll, I'll so for instance, if you've got a pull across just one part of it, I mean, if the clothes are fitting nicely against them, that's great. But if it looks like the the shirt is about to rip. Now, that's what I, I, I agree with. You okay. need to go up a size or you I, need to have it tailored. Or even, you know, recognizing does a V look good on your yes. decollete? Does mm. a round neck look good? I mean, for me, I'm not a big proponent of a round neckline like for me. Either. I like a, more of a V neck. But being aware of what looks good on you. So I got a socially uh, tip for the guys. So if you're in a date longer than a week or, a, you know, maybe at least two months, it's a little is, tough in Seattle. Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> I know. But a good hint is, is that if you really want to get on your girl's best side, take them to Victoria's Secrets and get measured. Oh, yeah, and they're fabulous for that. Nordstrom's, too. Nordstrom, I didn't know that. Nordstrom's and Victoria's Secret are the two stores that it is mandatory training for um, lingerie fitting. And, and a lot of that is, and, and this derails off to a thing, when you're going through cancer and stuff and you have all these mm-hmm. complications, those ladies... I believe most of them are ladies. There may be some gentlemen that are assisting. But they are trained to help you to make sure that things yes. fit properly and support properly. And a lot of people don't really think about how things are supported. They but it, it changes the look of your clothes. Well, it, look, it change, not only, you know, it's an odd topic to talk about. It, it, but. It's an odd topic, <laughs> but I, I will say this. But when a, when a, your girl feels sexy, the whole mood changes. Oh, yeah. And the same thing for the guys. Guys. Just don't go get yourself the tidy whities just because that's what you wore since you were in eighth grade. Oh, yeah, please. Take no. the time to go to a store and get quality. Don't go to Target and buy the $2 special, 5 for 25 Get what you pay for, that's for sure. Yeah, exactly. But I'm sorry, whitey tidies are not I, sexy not on anybody. I'm not $50 on a pair. That's not what I'm talking about. But this is a good segue because Breast Cancer Awareness yes. Month is next month. Yes, right. and so. they are so fabulous for yeah. helping. So, um, Another thing, a little clue that I think a lot of people don't realize is Nordstrom's has their rewards program. Yes. And part of the rewards program is uh, you get $100 in tailoring your first year. I'm not mm. sure if they're going to be carrying that over every single year, but I do know that uh, this year they instigate. So if you are a rewards card holder, you have $100 in tailoring Use when it. you purchase merchandise to them. So utilize. I mean, tailor, you can even tailor your jeans. That's another one, guys, that are listening. You know, join the reward programs. I know Men's Warehouse has one. Nordstrom has one. Um, Macy's has one. Join them. It is, just put your signature in it. Yeah, you get an email and you get your little coupons. Well, even you can Victoria's always jump out. Like, you can always jump out of any emails and stuff. Take the coupons. Use yeah, them. Save some cash. Them. Exactly. Absolutely. All right. Let's see All here. Right. Well, you know, we're going to, while we're waiting for the third tasting to get into effect here, we're jump into our socially acceptable and unacceptable because, um, well, you know, blunt work. Blunt works. <laughs> Trying to be hintful and mindful. Sometimes uh, people get lost in translation. They get kind of confused or they're like, what are you talking about? So, you know, the socially savvy hints are great for those people when you're in a social setting and you're talking out loud that things that you can maybe mention or kind of dance around a little bit. But there are those other people that uh, they wouldn't catch a clue if it hit them upside the head. So, Socially what? savvy. So we're talking about in person, uh-huh. not online, correct? Um, actually, we talk. It covers both because they have a little bit difference. But socially um, acceptable things, online or offline. So, do you have any socially acceptable hints? Well, for I, I do. I mean, I send a lot of emails, a lot of texts. Um, you know, and I use the social media platforms quite heavily on a daily basis. And I've just noticed that for quite some time, I call it lost in textilation. It, which <laughs> okay, that's funny. I've never <laughs> said that again. Lost in textilation. Okay, wow. you need to coin that. I thought that. she that's said hilarious. something else. I was like, wow. Really? I, 
and it really applies, I think, all social media, is people are so used to now abbreviating, which is great. But it, the shorthand, it, we talked about that last week. It doesn't necessarily mean that the other person on the other yep. side of that understands what you're saying. So I still think that it's wise to just be as clear as possible yeah. when you're sending an email, when you're yeah. sending a text. I agree. Um, when you're tweeting? Yeah, tweeting. Can okay. you, I think you can be a little bit more off the cuff with tweeting, but I feel like I with, tweet with texting, you should not be. Last month, and I'm not even I'm not even kidding you. I'm somewhat savvy on the social media. Could not read it to save my life. See, that's not that's not okay. It was it was a you complete be, waste you of need tweet. To be clear. I was like, are you kidding me? I wanted so badly. I mean, and th- they were nice and everything, but I was, I just well, didn't even say I anything. I mean, even when we were, I mean, several years ago, one of the tips that I got, which you know, I don't, I think it, it's lost again, lost in textulation, is that you know, if you're cracking a joke, you know, on email or in text, it yeah. doesn't mean that the other person knows what you mean by that. I've gotten oh, so I get many that all miscommunications, the time. and I just try to ask. I'm like, is this what you mean? Because yeah, when I ask clarification, every single exactly. time I assume I'm wrong. Yeah, you make an ass out of you. Of and course, me. every single time. Mm-hmm. Every yeah. time, it's like you, you get it. I'm with you on that. It's like you look at you like what what? And then of course, iPhone does autocorrect, and if the person isn't oh, paying oh attention, my autocorrect. My oh phone my likes God. to put like sexual innu- innuendos. Innuendos. Yeah. Yes, I think our like, phones. What? I think Siri, I think she might be um, a sex she's addict. Sadistic. I think she's a sadistic is, little yeah. S&B sex addict because everything goes to a sexual every... connotation. Maybe I should no. give her a call. Vanessa's going to be laughing listening to the show because typically we only go off the deep end when she's here. But see, Vanessa, we can go right off the sexual deep end yes. when you're not here. Yeah, see, <laughs> I can too. I don't know. <laughs> oh, it gets pretty wild. Oh, my oh. goodness. What about you, Jason? What is your favorite... What's a good, ex- socially acceptable piece of advice that you would throw out there for, you know, maybe people don't know that you can do this or that that's acceptable? Uh, it is acceptable for a guy to, if you see a, a girl and she happens to have her shirt tucked in the back oh, improperly. Yes. I, I've, I've done this a couple of times and sometimes the girls are really embarrassed. And uh, Alex There's is a going, really bad joke huh? about that. What? Huh? So I, I did this. I, I happened to... I, I just happened to be the one to speak up to it. So we're at a restaurant in Linwood, and this girl's walking around, black pants and a or shirt that says the restaurant's name, and she's walking around, and on, on her ass was a handprint. Oh, Lord. At a flower. Oh, Lord. And this was a good 15 oh, minutes. Man. She didn't come by our table, and nobody would say nothing to her. She'd walk around and all that. Finally, I got up, and I, I go, um... But did you pull <clears> her aside, like... It, kind of quietly. Like, a little in, bit, huh? Or was it in the open? No, no, no. It was like a handprint, like a soft... No. Five she finger. Saying, did you pull her off? Oh yeah, I, took, I kind okay. of I followed a little bit. and I said, "Excuse me." Um, yeah, I kind of looked. It was kind of out there, but you have this flower handprint on your ass. Thought you'd like no. And she looked over, and the way the handprint was, did it wasn't say the word ass. Yeah, okay. I, I'm blunt. <laughs> I'm blunt. And it was. Again, we're, we're not trying to be subtle. Here. It wasn't a kind of a okay. When you think about a handprint, it wasn't the handprint where the thumbs on the outside, the oh thumb Lord. was in the inside. So this was somebody else. Oh. So she, she turns beet red, and she walks oh. back to the back, and you hear this slap. <laughs> And she doesn't come out for about 15 like, I don't minutes. Know. And she comes, and then she, when she finally comes back out, it, her pants are fixed and all that. And she's like, thank you. And she Thank brought you. us all a glass of wine and said, you know, oh, thanks wow. for letting me know. It pays to pay to be nice. I've seen this, like, we'll go through the mall and I'll see girls that come out. They're typically younger, who, who aren't yeah. conscious. They'll come out. I saw this one girl. I kid you not. Of course, there are guys who are like, wow, cool. I saw her Annie, her ass. She went, got out of the restroom and she had tucked her the back of her skirt. skirt in there, so she got a butt cheek just showing up. Oh yeah. And well, that may be nice to look at, but come on, so you got a I love it. Yeah. I know. Oh my gosh. Okay, so on the flip side, and then we'll have Alex tell us his. Um, I have the exact opposite. Uh, this week, I went and had lunch with my boys, and we were sitting down at a table, and two tables down. Let me repeat this. Oh my God, I heard about this. Two tables down woman decides she's going to talk on her cell phone. Okay, you know, if you're going to take a phone call at a restaurant, that's one thing. I understand a lot of people have children, they're different things, maybe they've got a major deal going. Okay, take the phone call and say, can you hold for a moment? And then you leave. No, this woman did not do that. Not only did she not do that, she put it on speakerphone. Okay, what? so let me just tell you, she's buying a place, and she'll, she's buying a place. I wish we were there. I'd it sit right next to her and make plan. all kinds of weird noises. It has a floor plan that has something about, it's called the, the um, Chelan floor plan. Well, you shouldn't even and know And she this. really, really likes this place, but she doesn't like the floor plan, this Chelan floor plan, and she never really thought about buying See, I, over there, like this, but like, the problem is, the is she now. really likes it, but you know, I wasn't really water. thinking about buying over there, and she kept repeating herself over and over, and I just... 
it took everything I had. I sat there and I talked to the the owner of the restaurant and we brought him over and I said, could you possibly, I said, this is annoying the crap out of me. And I didn't say it quite that, but I just looked at him with that look and I said, do you, yeah, and he's like, I know. He goes over, this is what kills me. He says something to her. What does she do? She takes it off speakerphone, keeps talking. Well, I, I so, think that's a polite way to complain, correct? Like to have like a manager. Or I somebody. did. And, okay. And, and then, right. so then if it doesn't, oh, I'm going to go situation, farther. Then what? This is where it is socially acceptable to walk over to the table and embarrass the hell out of them. Nice. That's exactly what I, I walked over and I said, "Excuse me, I don't mean to be rude." And let me tell you, that phrase right there. Oh, I love that is like my all-time favorite now. Excuse me, I don't mean to be rude, but do you realize that you talking on speakerphone, we could hear you two and three tables down? The woman was like 65. She goes, "Oh, I'm so sorry. I didn't know." And I'm thinking, "Yeah, you did." <laughs> or maybe she was I didn't say that. I just had a look at at that age, they don't care. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. well, she didn't yeah. care until she's looking at me. Yep. <laughs> and her friend goes, oh, well, yeah, they can't. As soon as somebody said something, she took it off speakerphone. And I said, well, I said, it was, it was disruptive. And I, just, I said, I just thought you might like to know. And I walked away. Now, I have to tell you, that was hard for me to do. But at the same time, if I'm not going to stand up on principles, if you're not, if, if you're going to be frustrated and you're going to bitch about something, and you aren't going to be the one to be to go up and say something, there's a nice way of saying. It. I thought that was a really yeah. nice way of saying. It. I'm sorry. Excuse me. I don't mean to be rude, but so LB, I'm going to be. <laughs> then in this situation, is it ever okay to be on your cell phone at all, ever in a in a restaurant or public place, ever? It is okay to accept to to, to take a phone call at a restaurant. In other words, and this comes into play because a lot of people who are starting to be social, they're they have kids at home, or maybe like I'm saying, you've got a multi-million dollar deal. You can answer the phone and say, hi, can you hold for a moment? Yeah, that's that the is 100% answer. in this high-tech age, 100% acceptable. You very kindly excuse yourself from the table and you walk out. Now, if we're talking... Um, like a coffee shop and people are kind of doing business Yeah, there, I mean, that, that's, that's, a little, keeping it kind of that's a little bit more lenient. And the other thing I was going to say yeah. is if you're in a real casual situation and you're maybe sitting by yourself um, and you can keep your voice down 30 seconds and less, would be acceptable as long well, as you're not disrupting people around. I've done you. that with the earpieces. You know, you can put your your hand now, around. Now, if nobody it knows talk, that you're really yeah. talking, it looks like you're talking to yourself like a crazy person. That's, that's totally cool. <laughs> but it's those are like, hold on, Jack, how you doing? Yeah, yeah I'm over here, and we're gonna, you know. Everybody's uh, one step away from being crazy. We're not sure. But, I was but on so the other tempted. end, I was so tempted. Oh, I'm sorry. Go, oh, ahead. Go, oh, go ahead. I was so tempted. I recorded. I put my phone because the iPhones have that recording thing. I hit the the note record. And you could hear her on my iPhone with me just holding it up in front of me. And I was so tempted to play that today. I thought, you know, not this time. Like, okay, restaurant lady, take a hint. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> not cool. If you're listening. <laughs> so, Alex? What I was going to say is, I mean, I mean, are we just that busy in, in society now? We're, We're just so connected that we can't. Just turn off our phones to eat dinner. I well, mean, is that too much? Well, but again, I'm with you on that. I mean, you gotta eat. Yeah, you do. But at the same, it, it's like my husband and, and our parents would say. You know, they, if you wanted to get a hold of your parents and they were at a restaurant, you had to hope to God that the maitre d answered the phone and went out and found you. Right. I just think in this age of social media, there are no more manners. With Facebook, people put whatever they want. Yeah, they do. They put whatever they want, every feeling, every moment of their day, which oh, is fine. God. However, which is why it, we have a show. We no, forget, it's not. We forget that <laughs> they're not acceptable, and people do not mind their manners, period. They just no. don't. Well, and that's the whole thing. you know. And, and to go back to the crux, it was funny. I was listening to our very first socially savvy show this afternoon. I went back, and I hadn't done it in, in um, well, it's been almost two years, and uh, that was what the whole crux of the thing was, is um, being socially savvy is not about strict rules and regulations. It's not about anything other than making sure people are comfortable around you. End of story. It's basic common courtesy. You don't have to be the same religion, the same creed, the same color. You don't have to be from the same politics. You don't have to. You can have absolutely nothing in common with the person ne- sitting next to you, except that you're considerate of them. You know what I have a problem with? People that stand too close to me. Like in my personal space. Like when I'm shopping. Yeah. Like just because right. the line moved up. Like, okay, okay, so, so we're the line have... moved up like Come one on foot and I walk up one foot does not mean that you can inch like six inches. No, we, okay, we, actually, I, I think we want to talk about that. that for the unacceptable because okay. I think that's really good. We got one quick thing. Yes. Uh, pop chips. Socially savvy favorite. Design natural, healthy, that's pop chips. When they sit. Done. 
Okay. You, you want to borrow uh, my mic, sir? that mic. <laughs> the snack bar, thanks to the magic of popping, they found a way to pop all the flavor when keeping all the fake stuff and more than half the fat of fried chips out. With 10 flavors, there's something for everyone. Find them at your local grocery store near you. What is your favorite pop chip flavor? My, well, I love, there's quite a few of them, but I really like that chili one, the right. um, hot chili. And they're coming out, I'm really excited because they're coming out with corn chips. And so I'm just waiting yeah. for them okay. to bring a corn, corn chips. chips. Yeah. I, love I love the barbecue flavor. That's my favorite. Um, that one goes oh. all the way back to your childhood. That's why. <laughs> You're probably right. I'm a big guacamole fan. You can't go wrong with some barbecue. No, you right. can't. You absolutely can't. Can. I'm a big favorite of guacamole, so I've been doing the jalapeno and guacamole. Jalapeno. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go with um, salt and pepper for me. Just oh, nice wow. and simple. But it's just got that nice uh, balance of, uh, you know, that saltiness with that little spice. So I was going to tell you two things on the, the phone thing. So uh, one, our daughter likes to talk on the phone and text. So when she does the chores, I say, put the phone down. Put the phone down. So she didn't listen to me when I kept to put it right there and go fold the clothes. That's about she, focus. She dropped it in the... Uh, in the, in the washing in the machine. Washing machine I right? love that. I mean, the second I was going to go to, like, we all go out. It's almost a new trend that I want to do. We all take our phones and put it on the table. The person who picks up the phone buys First. there. Oh, that's oh. a good one. You see the phone's like, bounce. It's like that modern game that your that your parents used to play with you. Like the first person to say something, yeah, like or everyone like be quiet, yeah, or, or you can't say speak. a certain word. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. When I worked at my, I have a uh, a uh, game where we used to, hey, let's all go to happy hour, and the person that had their badge on paid for the first round. Oh, that's too so funny. That would, make, that would make us a lot more mindful. Yeah. Which is nice. We're getting a little, so, we're getting a little refill here of the red. What kind of red was that again? Um, it was a red wine. Yeah, what was blend. this beautiful red that we were drinking? It's a very velvety, nice. Cedar red wine. Red. No, Caesar. Caesar. Okay, I have no Caesar glasses red. on. I am yes. now officially old. Oh, oh my God. No, 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 I don't even say that because I've been blind since oh. I was five years old. I can't see past my hand. I'm dying. Okay, for all those ladies out there who you've almost thrown your first book because you did the whole in and out trying to read it, you just experienced that moment with me. Oh, my word. I think we need yep. to get LASIK. Oh, that's I don't a know about great that. That's surgery. Scary. I know. I, I, I chickened out. I went through the whole process. It was right before my surgery. I had the down payment all done, and then I, I chickened out. So. Okay, so Alex, what was your socially acceptable? Wow. Let's see. <laughs> you know, I, I think this is, uh, from a lot of my friends, I think this is one thing that they don't even understand when they go out to restaurants and whatnot, but it... You know, it's okay to go out to a restaurant and bring your own wine. I'm just going to hmm. lay it out there and let you know it's okay to bring it. And, you know, it's a, it's also classy to bring your own wine, too. Well, you know, and, and bringing your own wine is kind of a, um, a it's kind of your show-off moment. Exactly. It's like, I love this. This is why I love this. It's kind of, it's kind of like the grown-up show and tell. Yep. I, I mean, I love bringing wine. I love having people bring wine. And I, we did a party where I said, bring your favorite bottle of wine and tell us why. You know what I like to do? When it's a big party, I like to bang a Jeroboam of wine. That's a what? A Jeroboam. That's a big-ass bottle oh, of yeah. wine. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I like it. There's you walk in, you, you hold it on your shoulder. People are like, ooh, what's that? Now, is that the five liter? Is that the... That is a five liter. Yes. Oh, five that is five, awesome. five, yeah, five, There's a small difference between five and that. six that's argumentative between the two, but it doesn't matter. It's still a lot of freaking wine. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. And if you're carrying it, it hurts your arm after a while. But I tell you, hey. you'd be amazed at how many uh, – this is weird. Well, maybe it's not. The majority of the people that come up to it that want to drink out of the bottle are women. They want to drink out of the and well, I see them. They'll try to pour a, it. What do you mean? What do you mean? Drink out of the bottle? Out of the bottle. Oh the bottle. yeah, it's a big bottle. and They want to hold it, it up like dome. this. <laughs> 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 you need to try not to. Have you not? Okay, a big beer bottle is literally about this tall and about um, seven inches wide. It's yeah, they're yeah. huge. It's a big bottle, huge. and we're not talking about the big, big ones. But how can you even yeah. pick that up? No, well, see, we people know. want us to hold it, so I'll I'll bring it and they'll hold it, and they're like, I want to drink out of the bottle. I'm like, okay, so I'll hold it very carefully. Pour it. On Facebook. Yes, yeah, exactly. Or their friend well, wants a yeah. picture and they think it's going to be cute. <laughs> yeah, no <laughs> penguin lips, please. And it goes just downhill no from there. Penguin no penguin Not very socially savvy. Well, <laughs> we, we won't even go there. Hey, when, when, when you're in the moment of the party, it's you don't People even think about that. You will forget. Further. You will forget after the Out first the, drink and a half. Yes. <laughs> Out come the duck well, lips. And speaking of wine, see a um, girly girl wines, a woman's wine company designed to serve wine 
uh, women who are young at heart and enjoy their girly time in their daily life. Girly Girl Wines also donates a part of their proceeds to help um, with fundraising for different kinds of research, um, typically cancer. To check them out, go to www.girlygirlwine.com. Yep. I love Girly Girl Wine. I love. It is good. I love wine. I love. I like their branding. I think that's mm-hmm. my favorite part. They Do you have remember the their story? wine is really fun. I have. I know that she did that for a master's program. Uh, she's a partner of ours as well. So you'll, she's fabulous, isn't see. she? Yeah. And did you guys know? Speaking of colleges, that we Washington State, I heard it today, was yes. ranked top colleges in the nation. Well, I can't say the number, but I, I, I do remember that we were ranked I went to Washington State University, and they have a Vintner program over there, and they've had for a long time. They, have one they, were, they were one of the first to have that. This so. was also in general. Yeah, I love that. College in general. I love oh. that. Gonzaga. Uh, See, Washington's a great place to live, just vacation often in sunny places. It's not that bad. Oh, don't lie to the people. Huh. <laughs> yeah, it's real bad. Nobody move here. It's bad. No, Stay I didn't away. say. I said exactly. just vacation. It, it rains trip, all the time. Never trip come here. To the east, east of the mountains <laughs> is is really nice. It's like the you know when it's not so nice over here, you're two hours away from mm-hmm. absolutely fabulous weather. Exactly. That is one of the big appeals of Washington State mm-hmm. is you have every kind of terrain and every kind well, of weather. Well, that and the wine country. Yes, mountains, water. And I'm yeah. sorry, I'm going to say it. Our wine country rocks. Okay, so oh, yeah. now you guys tell me, is, aren't we on the same like longitude and latitude as like southern France? France? Yes, yes, we are. Yeah. Yes, we are. Which makes France and now uh, China. Okay. China's got to re- They're starting to bring out some wines. They're not. They're trying. They're trying. They're not as good as what I'd say that's cool. Uh oh, look what we, we got here. We are so excited. Okay, Uh-oh. so we are here at Grand Cru, and they are having a sample their truffle popcorn. Now, right, I don't go. know if you've ever had truffle popcorn. We're gonna find out. I had it for the first time this last, last week at last the the tweet up. The, yes, our little tweet and sip. I have to tell you, I never thought popcorn was that freaking amazing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Very white, no and butter. And this popcorn goes great with anyone. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And this is one of their um, appetizers. It's on their mm-hmm. happy hour. Yeah, um, happy hour all night tonight. I was going to say, and is it all night on Mondays? <laughs> all night on Mondays. Come out and awesome. watch the football as well. Yep. We got the got the games on right now. It's a good time. They have Monday several TVs. So, night. yeah, if you're a football nut, this is a great place to come and watch football. Absolutely. I mean, not only can you get good wines here, but you can also get some excellent cocktails. So. And I'm showing on the popcorn. It's a really oh nice God. little neighborhood hangout, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so, too. They've done a really good job. Well, and the nice thing is, is if you're in downtown Bellevue and, you know, you've made your normal little run, you're only, what, two two blocks up and one block over from yes. the main downtown Bellevue area. So mm-hmm. if you're looking to take somebody, you know, they've done the whole Bellevue thing and, and they're like, you know, what's what's something different? What's something, something new? Something different. I've got just the perfect little spot to take you to. You know what? And do they have happy hour every night? Yeah, they do. Yes. yes. Uh, is, four to is? seven and then uh, nine to 12. So the perfect thing about this is you only got that two hour window where there's no happy hour. I mean, you can't beat that. I love that. You could, like, start happy hour here, then it could go into that window, and then it could still be here for yes, lunch. Yes, exactly. And I'm you telling you, right. Saturday nights, nice, late night happy hour, you want to be here. I think Just we were here it. for both happy hours last week, right? We were here for, like, six hours. Oh, yeah. You yeah. guys you guys way outdid me because um, we had to leave. I have, I have 35 minutes out, and, and I go back on Twitter, and hey. they're still here. I, I, I try to a keep of, them. You did really well last week. You did I really have well. to say that I've had truffle fries and truffle this and truffle that. Truffle tater tots. Right. Where I've had it with the truffle flavoring, the oil, this is too much. This is actually pretty... A good balance. It's really nice and light, and I think it stays true to what popcorn is supposed right. to be. Yeah, I agree. But it gives it just a, I'm sorry, it gives it a flair of sophistication. And not too oily on I your fingers. I never thought popcorn exactly. could be sophisticated. That, and that's the main thing. It's not oily on your fingers. Yeah. Enjoy it. Popcorn talk. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. <laughs> okay, <laughs> we're going to start with the um, socially unacceptable. And, Darnell, we're going to start with you because I was liking your socially unacceptable story. I have a lot of them. I'm just trying to remember what they are. I have a lot of things that annoy me, but the, one of the things that annoys me the most is when somebody stands really close to me. When personal space, <laughs> anywhere, people, personal space. Oh, yeah. Whether it's at a Girl Power Hour event, whether it's at a, a networking event, mostly when I'm in line at the store, like, back away. Like, you do not need to be that close to me. Your turn is coming. Like, don't fret. <laughs> you will get yourself safe wow. for I can guarantee you that. Like, you don't need to touch me or breathe on my neck. Uh, that's one thing that... <laughs> Well, you know, that falls into play with the whole, too many people think just because you're pregnant, it's an open invitation to reach out and touch someone. I don't oh think so. God, I swear if I'm ever pregnant and somebody touches me, I'm going to be really... You're going to hurt them. I'm going to be upset. I, I actually have people come at me and I go, don't 
you dare, because I'm telling you, you work, you deal with a woman in her last trimester, she will bite your hand off. Yeah, Not like, even I don't. I, I just don't understand why people feel like they can touch somebody that they don't know. Ever. Well, you know, that's that's a good point. Like, where does that there, come there's from? too many people around that here that act from, like they can do it. Well, that comes from, again, there's no boundaries, and that's why we have yeah. the show. We're trying to recreate that there's a comfort space. There's a comfort level. There's comfort. You've got to make sure people are comfortable. And if you're reaching out and touching someone and you don't know them, that's not a comfortable thing. I'm sorry. There's no way to We're put that We're not talking pre- about in conversation. We're talking about well, like actually that, physically, know, yeah. physically touching right. someone. You know, I, I got a couple friends that think it's okay to, you know, if they're trying to get a lady's attention, you know, wherever they are, a bar or whatever. Oh, please tell me they don't touch her. They feel like it, it's okay to grab, you know, their arm and try to well, pull them back and like, hey. I was at oh, hell, no, I, I almost that. broke someone's arm doing that. I was at a networking event in Bellevue recently, and it seemed to be very heavy on the male demographic. And um, somebody reached out and kind of touched my back and, like, rubbed it a little, and I was, I was offended. I think people need to That's remember... Creepy. So I it think that's the socially savvy, unacceptable moral of the story. Tonight is kind of sexy, but to a girl, it's creepy. It's not sexy at all. Yeah. You know I'm what? Not. Here's the thing. The sexy has Unless I know you, don't touch me. Sexy has to do with somebody being attracted to you. And if you want them to be attracted to you, the last thing you want to do is make them uncomfortable from not the hello. From the start. Not from the hello. Exactly. exactly. Well, well, also, you, you know, you had me at hello. Oh, no, you didn't. Well, a, a typical, like a traditional um, cue for flirting is when you touch somebody on the on the forearm. On the elbow or the arm. Or yeah. on the upper yeah. shoulder. Right, right. So if, you're, if I'm at a networking event and somebody does that to me, yeah. Are they flirting or like what are they doing? Like you shouldn't be touching. Well, there, there's if you know them. I know I've been known if to you like. Don't know. No, them. you don't touch. Yeah, you gotta build up, you know, some clout. <laughs> Look, I like that. That is very well put. You need to build up some clout. How about you, Jason? What's your socially unacceptable for the week? We know mine. Oh, we already know yours. <laughs> no, I. It's kind of on the business sense. It's like if I'm asking you to do something and then you, I send you an email. I said, I need you X, Y, Z. And then you tell me, yeah, you know, you need to do X, Y, Z. That's what you need. It's like, I know. I just told you I need X, Y, Z. That's just pisses me off. It's like, I'm... Or, Maybe it's a tennis match. They're throwing the ball back in your right. court. Right. Or, like, okay, I'll do what you need. Just tell me the requirements. It's in the email at the bottom. Did you read it? No, okay. they didn't. That's actually a good point. Yeah, I think Gmail doesn't help with that thread thing that they do when at the top it like mm-hmm. puts the oldest email when it should put the like the newest email. That's kind of right. confusing. Well, I wonder I think, if stuff gets lost. I think a lot of it though, I mean if you've read the previous emails, you would be aware of the information. Even if you don't remember the information, um, I think too many people and this goes right back to what you were talking about earlier about people taking shortcuts. Too many mm-hmm. people skimming. They're skimming and they're mm-hmm. not taking the time. Don't waste people's time. It really, 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 really bugs me. Did I say that enough times? When people are we're going back and forth with information and they keep asking questions that I've already answered. It's the same thing as on Facebook. When you do a Facebook thread, there are certain I think personally, maybe we can find records on this. I think once a Facebook thread gets past, say, 20 comments, it's lost. It you're, should you're, be ended. You're yeah. never going to read oh, the first one. Oh, God, socially, tell me. Um, what, unacceptable is poking, really. Okay. Now, what is up with that? Somebody we poked just, me this last I'll week, and I'm like, going, if the only person who's me, allowed to poke me is my husband. Anybody that pokes me, I go to their Facebook I'm page, just done and, with I, that. and I block them. I mean, I don't care who you are, because... I'm sorry. I wish Facebook would remove that feature. Now, we had a whole show on this. It was kind of funny. My thing is, is the whole, I, they need to rename it if they want it to be a friendly gesture, like maybe a wink or a, hey, how are you? But poke, seriously, really, absolutely not. You I know what? We, I think we could come up with a better word. Not a wink. I do too. That, that's kind of like, like, I don't like wink. Hi, Obi. I'm winking at you. Like, hello. And that's almost as creepy. Hello. <laughs> well, I could handle that better than a poke. Yeah, hey, poke is creepy. Po- poking, what about hey, poking could be a friendly gesture. Now, now, if, now, if there was a rebuttal, if there was a rebuttal that said "pow," where I could hit you, I'd be good with that. But there's not. What about a custom one? That'd be neat. Uh, oh, customized uh, one. Yeah. Oh, I could, like that. Yeah, but you know how Facebook is. They're not going to allow you to do that, so there's no, no point even going well, there. Well, that's because they're not going to allow you to control it. Exactly. Okay, Alex, what is your what is your uh? Unacceptable. Oh, God. Totally I mean, you've done skins and legs. You've got to have a few oh, like, God, acceptable have, like, things that have happened. How about Multiple. drinking too much? I mean, anyway, exactly. You know, like, that, that's one. Wine tastings? Like, do you see people that 
Oh, yeah. I know. I oh, have. yeah. I, I'm telling you, people like, will just go through the wines and they'll taste them and they're like, oh, okay. And then next thing you know, they're loaded. Because it's hard to know your limits sometimes when you're in a social atmosphere but and you're having a good time. But I, I, I understand it's hard to know your limits sometimes. You need to be aware. But at a certain point, you you got to know. You just Let's just say that if you typically don't drink more than two and a half glasses in any one time, wine tasting Chances and drinking are, three might is not a good idea. That. Yes. See, I haven't done much wine tasting, so. You don't want to embarrass so yourself and be the drunk girl yeah. that everybody's talking about, or the drunk dude that's passed out and, you know, falling yeah. over, throwing up. We had we had a, uh, another show that we talked about that. We don't need to see you woohoo just because you got drunk. Your, your woohoo? Woohoo. Woohoo. Okay. Oh, I actually, exactly. I Classy, not trash. Just yes. saying. Oh, I liked it. Did you because get that, LB? somebody was like upside down. Did you get that? Get what? Classy, not trashy. Oh, yeah. Exactly. I like that. Um, well, see, and coming woo-hoo. from a man, there you are. Classy, not trashy. I don't need to see the whole show. I Just just tease me a little oh, bit. Yeah, I just need to see a little bit. Dinner, not a show. Yeah, exactly. Dinner, dinner, not a show. Exactly. Speaking of dinner and not a show, Seattle Wine Exchange, your personalized wine service, a local independently owned company providing personalized service to the wine enthusiast. They specialize in creating unique wine events, providing personal wine consultations, and offering retail sales of superior quality wine, beer, and sake. Check them out at seattlewineexchange.com and at their blog, blog blog.seattlewineexchange.com. Yes. So we have a ton of fun events coming up. We do. We do. I love, once you get past the end of summer, I love going into fall because then it just kind of is like a springboard for the holidays. Um, We have, coming up this week is Nordstrom's Trend Show. Nordstrom is, the Bellevue Nordstrom is the first one to have a trend show right out of the um, runways. They have all of their national artists coming in for all their lines from all over the country. And these people are literally walking right off the red carpet and right off the fashion show. This is happening Saturday. It is a huge event. They typically have six to 700 people show up to this event. They give away um, these great little bags that have product in it that you can try, and you get to book makeup appointments and skincare appointments, and they have hair consultations. They have uh, gadgets like uh, Clarisonic consultations. I mean, anything that you want to know that has to do with fashion that would be a good, good yes. It's a great thing. It's a great kickoff to kind of figure out how you're going to round out the for, rest and of your for, wardrobe. And for fall, right? Oh, it's all fall-oriented talking about how the colors and these national artists come in and they are so excited to share their knowledge. It's so fun. To back up a few days, two days, Fashion First, the annual um, local fashion event is happening. That's Joan Kelly's event. I think they're in their eighth or ninth year now. That's happening at the Wamu Theater, I think. Ooh, very nice. That's always a very well-attended and, you know, fashionable event and that's happening on Thursday the 14th. You know what's coming next? Or is that the 13th? Sorry. Uh, The 13th, 13th, yeah. And then, well, we also have... This um, is my favorite one. Looking through the glass... The burlesque um, Alice in Wonderland, looking through the glass. It's a um, the triple door. Yeah. Is that this week? That is coming. Twelve fifteen. Yeah. Twelve through the fifteenth. Four nights. I'm hearing feedback and it's driving me crazy. And then there's also the Girl Power Hour five year anniversary, which is a very fashionable event. We call it the Global Glamour Party this year, happening a week from Friday at the Columbia Tower. 74th floor on the 21st. See, I'm glad. Well, and you were in the plan event, so you jumped way forward. Sorry. <laughs> no. That's all right. But, right. I, but so, I have to tell you. I, open my I want to add to that. I you, love this. This is one of the few times when guys are okay to come. Guys are okay to come. Guys, if you're single, show up, please. Hey, really. Don't, don't, don't tell them that. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right. Wait, don't go. Don't go. They'll be coming through the, through the woodwork. <laughs> showing Strong, up out of nowhere. women, beautiful. Mm. So the cool That's thing about this is we have Darnell here, who is the host. And um, so tell us a little bit about what we're going to be expecting, because I have to say I am like so tickled pink that I get to be a fashion hostess. You are. So we're having. Um, I felt very honored, by the way. Yes, you were. You were going to be a part of our Verizon sponsored fashion panel, where we've got you know four rotating hosts. Um, LB is one of those hosts. Um, talking to guests that look fabulous, our sponsors and, and, and other select uh, vendors and, and, and guests there at the party. So not everybody actually gets to be interviewed by you, only the very, very fashionable. So people are wearing fan, fan, yes. like, absolutely over-the-top-fantastic outfits and then our sponsors and the like. Um, but this is a really special event. I mean, we're taking over the 74th floor of the Columbia Tower. Um, mm-hmm. It's a vacant floor. We're turning into a club for one night. And uh, you can get all the information at girlpowerhour.com. But it's going to be a really cool opportunity. It's really neat. Hey, Darnell. 
Yeah. Can you give me a, what is Girl Power Hour that for those that are just going, Girl Power Hour? Because you've been at this for five years, well, and like, there's still people who don't know well, what you are. Well, it doesn't make sense when you're like, it's just a club for one night. Well, actually, what we do is It's huge. Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, we, um, we specialize in stylish networking events for women, but then once a year, we allow the guys to come and kind of check it out. And we really throw a party. I mean, it's the best networking you're going to get, but it's, it's definitely elevated into a party, party atmosphere. So it's very dressed to impress, um, and it's going to be a good time. And then we also have... I know. I'm worried. I think I'm going to be outdressed. You have to figure out, you have to figure out <laughs> what you're going to wear, but we also have lifestyle blogs. So we have about 70 lifestyle bloggers in six states and two countries, so working on that. You guys have some amazing stuff out there. It's pretty fun. Thank you. I'm excited to be a part of this. Let me just uh, chime in real quick. Yes. Please. <laughs> um, first of all, uh, if you've never been to the Columbia Tower Club, it's definitely a can't-miss thing. So, I mean, th- this is going to give you a great opportunity to not only see the club, but experience, you know, the Girl Power Hour and uh, what they're doing. And, you know, I personally endorsed this since day one. And, you know, Darnell's a great host and you know, great networking motivator for the women out there. So I'm I'm telling you, you do not want to miss this event and you should definitely come out and support and have a good time. Well thank you, Alex. And Seattle Anytime. doesn't have a whole lot of events where you really get to dress up and have fun. I mean, this is one of those events where you get to really jump out there and go, definitely. Okay, this is who I am and, and you know, this is what we're doing and I'm excited. It's like I have one dress, but I'm looking around for another dress, possibly. I think I'm going to do a, a dress change, actually. I was wondering about that. I was going to say, should should we maybe make a... a no, because if you're the host, I can't do that. Too. <laughs> none of us. No, only the host can do a Why dress change. Forget it. Me already? No, 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 no. And that is socially unacceptable. I'm telling you right now, it's socially unacceptable to upstage your hostess. <laughs> I did do a dress change for the three-year anniversary, um, but the reason for that is because somebody spilled a drink on my dress, and there just happened to be. I remember an extra that. Dress that. And everyone was like, "Wow, well played," and I'm like, "Yeah, I totally planned this," but. Now I think I might actually do it for... for so awesome. ladies, yeah, would be come fun. prepared would be just cool. in case. Well, I have come to making a dress, so I'm definitely going to showcase that. But then I have another dress that I might wear as well that I really love. So, yeah. Very fun. See, as a hostess, you get to do whatever you want and make it fabulous. Exactly. Love that. Okay. So the plan ahead, we just covered that. It is the event to go to here um, this month. We have, uh, for all of our socially fans, we should be... I'm sorry, socially savvy fans. Wow. Okay, yeah. Are you okay? Yeah, I'm fine. Sure? It's my list. Your list? You don't have a list. Oh, please stop. What? I, I actually, I, I was, I didn't make fun of her one day. I was kind of doing something. I was kind of joking around, and I go, "Oh, so stop it!" I oh was yeah, trying to yeah, be funny, and she's like, I "That have is a list. not socially like, acceptable to make fun of somebody's list if you don't know them." Fortunately, I knew him. So. <laughs> Alex, they just brought over some more food here at the Grand Coup. Tell us about this. It looks like this fabulous burger. Yes, they're and they uh, these awesome string fries. Yeah, it's their uh, Kobe beef burger. It's uh, on their happy hour, and it's kind of one of my favorites. You know, when I come out here next to you know this well, lovely you try it. popcorn as well. Fries and hamburgers. That's my favorite thing. In I mean, the you can't beat it. This could, this could be my and last you meal got, right now. Well, you know, for the is, fellas, I mean, you got the, the you got the game. The weather yeah. is terrible. <laughs> We're happy. This is awesome. This is perfect comfort food. Exactly. All I need is now is a shot of bourbon. I'm to good try. to go. We need to try the Kobe <laughs> burger. Have, have you tried the Kobe burger before? Not here, no. Well, well we shoot, need to we, try it. we all need to try it and let everybody know. Let me grab a, we need to grab a knife. For those that aren't of, here. Of, of football, what did you guys think about those Seahawks just really quickly oh, yesterday? Oh, Lord, Lord. Oh, my word. I think I think the quarterback has promise. No, am I? He does. He does. He does. Which he is does. exciting. I, I would say it was just a bad play call selection. You know, on second down, I would have run the ball with Marshawn Lynch. I mean, that's beast mode. He he is there beast to get mode. in the end zone. So why not feed him the ball? I would fed him the ball at least second, if not third down as well, instead well, of, like, trying to, you know, shoot for the have, stars because then you could have, you know. I mean, not to get too in-depth with football <laughs> plays or nothing like that, but, I mean, on that fourth down play, you could have faked the ball to Marshawn. And then you could have threw it, and it'd been wide open in the end zone. Well, you've got some veterans yep. on there that know what they're doing, and then obviously you've got some rookies and some newbies. But I think yeah. that there's a little bit of promise there that I haven't seen for a while. I think yeah. there's a lot, and I think one of the things, I mean, my husband coached Little League football, and one of the things I've learned from standing on the sidelines, I used to shoot at the high school games, and I had players on the field, so I'm very, very passionate. I mean, my players are passionate. We're just very intense football people. I think the hardest thing to remember is, trying to understand that you have a unilateral look at the field and you're trying to make calls, you're trying to work with what yeah. you know about them, where you want the game to go. 
there is, I mean, there is not a little magic ball. And it, I'm sorry, it would suck to be a coach. I'm oh, just yeah. saying. There's, there's just no way around that. There's, it, uh, I think you that's one of the hardest jobs. Even now, I think absolutely. A little even credit now. for wins, and you get all the hate and everything when you lose. Oh, yeah. The bad totally. looks. Oh, I even just as a parent watching the, the softball, you know, it's just as bad. Oh, the ketchup is a chipotle salsa, I think. Oh, really? I haven't mm-hmm. even tried the ketchup. I've just been eating the oh, cute little yummy. spring fries. Oh, does it qualify as ketchup then? or? Well, ketchup, you know, is the perfect appetizer. Ketchup. Ketchup. Yeah. Okay. I have I have hash browns. I have ketchup with hash browns. Is that like a side and then you just dip or is it Do you like put ketchup I on lo- your ketchup? I, in other words, that's that's I the way not. that's a socially savvy way of saying I love you ketchup. Love ketchup. <laughs> I like it because it's, I think the sugar in it. Oh well it's, sugary. it's really you, uh, again, side note, I have a younger son my husband was yeah, chatting with about um, ketchup. My son goes, I like ketchup but I hate tomatoes. He goes, Why is that? He goes, Add a little sugar and a little salt and that'll answer your question. <laughs> Huh, huh. Oh, I never understood that one. Ooh, these are really good, and I like the ketchup. It is got a little bit yeah, of a spice. Yeah, it's got a nice little, little spice well, and a little bite for on me. It. We did. <laughs> we sure did. Would you like me to pass it to you? Um, sure. Even is that not totally? Is that? Are you okay? No, I'll wait. I'll I, I'll want to get a napkin. Okay. okay. <laughs> we'll get somebody to grab my beautiful dress. little blue dress. So that wouldn't be socially. Um, it would be unacceptable to not have a napkin. I think, right? <laughs> If it makes you comfortable, we want you comfortable. Thank you very much for the napkin. I appreciate that. (laughs) Well, thank you for joining us, Officially Savvy fans. Make sure to like us on Facebook to be entered into our drawings for prizes and from our secret sponsors, our Savvy sponsors. Um, We announce these at the beginning of the month. Good luck. So go to Facebook and Socially Savvy to make sure you get on those lists. Um, We want to thank tonight's sponsors, Grand Crew, Girl Power Hour, Stems and Legs, Suck It Up Cupcake Catering, Chocolate Shop, Daniel's Broiler, Prada, Candy, Bellevue Nordstrom Cosmetics, Go Girl Kind Bars, Pop Chips, and House Wines for all being sponsors this last week. So thank you, everybody. Uh, Have a socially savvy week, and we'll catch you next week.